Big Jeff is back, baby. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. The drama is over. No need to worry. Big Jeff Simmons will return to the Tennessee Titans. He has signed a four-year contract extension with the team. And finally, finally, the wait is over. We're going to dive into the latest news. Also going to talk about some Houston Texans whispers that could affect the Titans. Also talk about the conversation about offensive line versus wide receiver as well. Before we get into all that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year long and always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed. Stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast. Uh, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, nearly 25 years as a Tennessee Titans fanatic, a staff writer for Sports Illustrated over at alltitans.com, and a certified film junkie. This could not be better news. Listen, after watching A.J. Brown get traded last year, hearing some of these rumors about Jeffrey Simmons, he turned off his social media for a while, his agent is posting cryptic tweets and all that, it's fair It's fair if you were super concerned about Big Jeff's future with Tennessee, but be concerned no longer. We finally got the news that we have all been waiting on. I mean, what a relief to have this figured out before the NFL draft, before we get later into the summer, and before other deals at Jeffrey Simmons' position got signed. I mean, the Titans needed to get this done as quick as possible. I've talked about it for a few weeks now. The longer that the Titans go, the more deals that would get signed by other interior defensive linemen, the more that Jeffrey Simmons' price tag could potentially go up. Now, at the moment when I'm recording this, we don't have the exact contract details for Jeffrey Simmons. But with it being a four-year extension, you would imagine that it's $100 million to maybe $105 million for four years, probably $25 to $27 million million dollars a year along with that I would bet that you're going to see 60 to 80 million dollars of guaranteed money I mean Jeffrey Simmons quite frankly has been one of the top two top three interior defensive linemen in the entire NFL for two straight seasons he's been all pro two years in a row he's been incredibly productive and I just think back to last year the last half of the season when Jeffrey Simmons was literally shooting up his ankle with pain medicine just so he could go out there and play for the Titans. I mean, he is everything that the Tennessee Titans look for in a player. He's durable. He's productive. He's a leader. He's intimidating. He's physical. Off the field, he has done so much for his community at this point. He has given back everything that he's gotten into his community. And I mean, there were concerns about Simmons coming out of the draft. They seem like so long ago now. But there's a reason that a top five talent in Jeffrey Simmons 
ended up going 19 overall to the Titans. Okay? There's a reason for that. He had the off-field incident, a little physical altercation. He had the ACL tear. I mean, the Titans took a risk on Jeffrey Simmons. I, we know former general manager John Robinson took a lot of risk. But Jeffrey Simmons has paid off in a major way, and it would have been not only a major blow to the fan base, but to the locker room to watch A.J. Brown go out the door and then watch Jeffrey Simmons not get the contract extension and deal with a holdout or the drama that comes with it. This was critical for Rand Carthon to get this done. It was critical to bring Jeffrey Simmons back, get his future secured here in Tennessee for a long time. I mean, what incredible news this is for the Titans. Jeffrey Simmons, as I've said, is the foundational piece you build your defense around. There have been people, whether it just be fan fiction, whether it be rumors in the media, talking about, hey, would the Titans consider trading Jeffrey Simmons and a draft trade to do that? No. No, you don't do that. Jeffrey Simmons is the rock that you build your entire defense on for a decade to come. And, and it is secured now. This is a great day. For Titans fans, this is a great day for the Tennessee Titans football team. Jeffrey Simmons is one of the best players in the entire NFL. And now he will be with the Titans for at minimum, at minimum, nine, ten years. I mean, this is just fantastic. And I, I have to be full front honest. I had recorded the podcast for the day already when this news broke, but it's such important news that I had to come back. And, and get this out and talk about this. Just a great job by Rand Carthon. And again, we are waiting on the financial details. We don't know the exact details of the contract right now. Maybe by the time that you guys are hearing this, we will have those details. We will. Maybe that they've come out. But again, I'm expecting four years, 100 to $105 million, 60 to $80 million guaranteed. And Jeffrey Simmons is worth every single penny. Now, what the Titans could have done within this contract is they could have worked it out to where they lowered Jeffrey Simmons' cap hit for this year because he was at like a $10 million cap hit. They could even get that lower this year to help them with their cap space right now. But to me, all the financial stuff is things that we can talk about on, on Sunday night, on Monday morning, because what's most important is Jeffrey Simmons is going to be a Tennessee Titan for the foreseeable future. No more trade talks. No more contract drama. No more social media drama. None of that. It's over, folks. Big Jeff is a Titan. Go buy the jersey. Now's the time. All right? Now is the time to get yourself the Big Jeff jersey, knowing that he will be with the team for the foreseeable future. I mean, this is great news. Fantastic news. So, with that in mind, like I was just mentioning, I did record the show before this news broke, but I wanted to make some edits and get this information to you guys as quick as I possibly could. Things may sound a little weird. Uh, some of the things I say going forward, like we talked about this, we talked about this, blah, 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 when we didn't talk about it because I cut it out to put in this. So just wanted to be upfront and honest with you guys about what you're about to hear, and it may sound a little strange or not make complete sense, but that's why. So Big Jeff is a Titan, four-year extension, waiting on financial terms, but an absolute great day. Tennessee Titans fans. So shout out to Big Jeff. Shout out to everybody. Just excellent stuff. And uh, this is the foundation piece that the Titans defense 
will be built around for the rest of the decade. Awesome stuff by Rand Carthon getting the job done. But with that being said, we're going to move forward in today's show, and I'm going to tell you guys about a little whisper that we're starting to hear about the Houston Texans and how it could directly benefit the Tennessee Titans. After that, we're going to talk about offensive line versus wide receiver, and I am still team O-line. So before we get into all that, I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. Look, guys, we're talking about signing players. We're talking about draft picks, all of that. You can manage all of that for your own professional franchise on the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. You literally manage your coaching staff, manage your scout staff, what base formation you want to run in, what kind of offense stylistically you want to run. You can trade, you can sign, you can cut, you can draft. Every aspect of an NFL franchise you can manage with the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. And you can play offline, you can play on the go, wherever you want, whenever you want. It's a great way to pass time until we get back to the NFL season. And by then, you'll love the app so much, you won't have any choice but to play every single day. So you can go to ultimate-gm.com and download the game, or just go on your app store and look up the Ultimate Pro Football GM app. That's the easy way to do it. And right now, Locked On Titans listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code Locked On inside the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. Make sure that you check it out today. That's ultimate-gm.com, ultimate-gm.com, or just look it up in your app store. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Titans fan, now I want to talk about a little bit of a whisper that we're hearing about the Houston Texans draft plans. And of course, it's smokescreen season. Ladies and gentlemen, a lot of smoke being blown out here. It's like a Snoop Dogg concert. But, but, sometimes within the smoke, there is some fire. So, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Before we do, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first to listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year long and always for free. Get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked On Titans podcast where it's your team every day and shout out to my everydayers shout out to you guys listening to the show every single day appreciate uh, appreciate all you guys all so much but those everydayers you guys are the superstars of the show but moving forward here the whisper that we are starting to hear about the Houston Texans if Bryce Young goes number one overall to the Carolina Panthers the word on the street is the Texans may actually consider taking Will Anderson rather than C.J. Stroud. Now, I don't know why the Texans may not be interested in C.J. Stroud. I don't have a good answer for you there, honestly. Stroud is my number one QB far and away. So, I don't have a good answer for you. And I can't tell you that that rumor or whisper is true. But I've seen a few Houston Texans people who are usually pretty tapped into the franchise who are saying the Texans are down to Bryce Young or Will Anderson, the edge rusher out of Alabama. 
Now, all of this would be contingent on Carolina going with Bryce Young because the odds are right now that they take C.J. Stroud at number one and then the Texans just take Bryce Young at number two. And for me, if I had to give you a mock draft right now with a gun to my head, that's what I would project. However, I could see Bryce Young going number one with the playmaking ability, with the leadership skills, with what he's shown at Alabama. It wouldn't be insane to see Bryce Young go number one. So, you could see Young go one to the Panthers. The Texans take Will Anderson. And if that happens, the Texans are giving the Titans a gift. And the Titans need to do whatever it takes to go up to number three and get C.J. Stroud. I have broken this down throughout the offseason. The Titans are going to have an insane amount of cap space in 2024 and 2025, which means a first-round pick is not as important as it would be otherwise because they're going to have so much cap space, okay? So much cap space that they can make the... They don't need a first-round pick to do what they need to do to help the roster. They won't because of the cap space they'll have. Also, if you get a quarterback in place that can start right away like Stroud, now you can release or trade Ryan Tannehill and save $18 million on the cap, which helps the Titans out immensely. So, let me throw this out to you here as an example. And the guy who was involved in making this trade is now the general manager of the Titans, Rand Carthon. When San Francisco traded up to get Trey Lance in 2021, they gave pick number 12, the Titans have pick number 11, they gave a first-round pick in the next two drafts, so it was 2021 when it happened. So they gave up their first round pick in 2022 and 2023. So the Titans have pick number 11. The 49ers had 12. The Titans give up pick number 11, a 2024 first round pick, and a 2025 first round pick. And then the 49ers also gave up, uh, I believe, a, a third round pick in the next year's draft. So 2022 at the time. So with the Titans... CCJ Stroud, or Bryce Young for that matter, although that's not what you're hearing, but CJ Stroud at number three, you call Arizona, you say, I'll give you pick 11, a 2024 first, a 2025 first, and then a third round pick in 2024. How could the Cardinals turn that down when that's the exact deal that San Francisco gave for Trey Lance? And how could the Titans not make that move anyways? Bringing in Stroud, getting rid of Tannehill's money, getting your young QB in place, and and let me throw this out for you guys. What if we're hearing rumors that the Cardinals are going to release DeAndre Hopkins because they can't find a good enough trade and they need to save money on it? Well, what if the Titans threw in a fifth-round pick this year, pick number 147, and got Hopkins too? Now, if you think that's unrealistic, then fine. Whatever. But again, Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated has already said that if the Cardinals get a package for Hopkins, it's going to be more like what we saw for Brandon Cooks, like a fifth and sixth round pick than the second round pick that we saw go for Julio Jones. So that lines up too with what we're hearing. So what if the Titans sent pick 11, a first-round pick in 2024, a first-round pick in 2025, a third-round pick in 2024, and a fifth-round pick this year and got C.J. Stroud 
and DeAndre Hopkins. I'm just saying that would be pretty snazzy. And, and because of the structure of the deal, they would still have their second round pick this year, their third round pick this year, their sixth round pick this year, and their seventh round pick. They would still have 41, 72, 186, and 228. So you end up with Stroud and Hopkins and still have your second and third round pick to add a, another wide receiver, to add another offensive lineman or tight end. I don't see how the Titans could pass that up, and I think it'd be a, a pretty damn good deal for the Cardinals as well. So to me, I know it's a long shot, but the whispers we are hearing from the Texans, if Bryce Young goes one, it may be possible. And I know that there will be teams fighting to get up to number three. If it, sh if it goes Bryce Young, Will Anderson, and Stroud's on the board at three, there will be a battle to get him. And the Titans need to pay what it takes to go up and do so. Now, what I will say is, if Stroud is not available at three, or Bryce Young is not available at three, then I do not want to see the Titans trade up for a quarterback in Richardson or Levis. I do not want to see that. I would like to see them stick at number 11. And if they stick at number 11, the conversation is basically between offensive line and wide receiver. I still believe offensive line should be the pick. I'm going to explain why in just a moment. Before we get into it, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. And right now, New customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back, even if your first bet doesn't lose. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app right now. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to the point spread. NBA playoffs are here. You can bet how many points a guy is going to score, how many threes a guy is going to make, how many rebounds a guy is going to get. You can put all of those bets together for a single game parlay where you can bet a little to win a bigger payout. They're like my favorite bets to make in all of sports gambling. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. fans, we are going to cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about the Texans and how their decision could affect the Titans moves. Now I want to talk about just the general conversation between offensive line or wide receiver in this draft. So for me, I'm team offensive line. Now that doesn't mean I'm taking any offensive lineman over any wide receiver. That's not the conversation, but it's all about the value of the player and the value of the players that will still be on the board. So before I dive into that, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Shout out to my everydayers. But now for your second listen, check out Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes. From free agency to the draft to salary cap management and more, join NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes 
wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. So, if the Titans had their choice between any offensive lineman in the draft and any wide receiver in the draft, to me, it's a slam dunk to go with Paris Johnson Jr. or even Peter Skaronsky before I consider a wide receiver. And my number one wide receiver is Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think he'd be a good fit with the Titans, but I think that you can find a starting wide receiver in the middle rounds more likely than you could find a starting offensive lineman. I think that the Titans could find an impact wide receiver on day two before they could find a guy who we know for certain will be a starter on day two in the draft. I think Darnell Wright will be gone. I think Osiris Torrance will be gone. Maybe you look at a guy like Joe Tipman, Cody Mock, John Michael Schmitz, guys like that. I get it. But for me, what it comes down to is pairings. Okay? So I would rather have Paris Johnson Jr. and Jalen Hyatt than I would Jackson Smith and Jigba and Anton Harrison. I would rather have Paris Johnson Jr. and Jonathan Mingo or Rasheed Rice as a pairing than Jackson Smith and Jigba or Quentin Johnston or Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison or any of those guys and Blake Freeland. You know what I mean? If you look at the offensive linemen that will be available at pick 41, at pick 72, or at least could be, we don't know exactly who's going to be available, but you look at the offensive linemen who would be available compared to the wide receivers that will be available. I personally like a Jonathan Mingo, a Rasheed Rice, a guy like that, an A.T. Perry. I like guys like that in the mid-rounds more than I like a a Blake Freeland, more than I like a a Jalen Duncan, more than I like, um, you know, a a Josh Weipler or Luke Weipler. Thinking of Josh Wyatt from Cincinnati. Getting them all mixed up. But you see what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's about value and it's about pairing. And I think that Paris Johnson Jr. or Peter Skaronsky are much better players than the wide receivers. So if you take a Jackson Smith and Jigba, Quentin Johnston, uh, uh, Zay Flowers, whatever, at, at pick 11, to me, I think you reached on value, on the overall value on the big board. I think that Paris Johnson Jr. and Peter Skaronsky are just better players long-term overall than the wide receivers. And I think those wide receivers that we talked about in the mid-rounds that I just mentioned are have the potential to be better players than maybe some of the offensive linemen that are in that range. So for me, you look at pairings, you look at value. Also, let me say this. I think that when you look at Ryan Tannehill and you look at the Titans' offense, I think that better protection will have a bigger impact than better wide receiver play. Both things matter. Both things matter. But if you gave Ryan Tannehill, like, I know that Jamar Chase over Penne Sewell worked out for the Bengals. But the Bengals are still having offensive line issues that are ruining their playoff runs. But that's with Joe Burrow, who has far better pocket maneuverability and intangibles than Ryan Tannehill. 
with Ryan Tannehill, I think protection is more important than receiving for Ryan Tannehill, not for Joe Burrow. Okay? So with all of that in mind, for me, I'm still team offensive line at pick 11 if the Titans stick and pick and there's no quarterback there and they have their choice of wide receiver or offensive line. To me, I think there's better value for wide receiver in the mid-rounds. I think there's better value for the Titans at 11 with the offensive line. So that's where I'm at. Let me know where you're at down below in the comments. That's going to do it for me today. That's going to do it for me this week. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.